Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, business in the knowledge economy. Folks, we are live at 2016 Ignite at the Institute for Professional Bookkeepers of Canada Conference, and we are sitting here with the CEO of the organization, Louis Prosperi. Louis, welcome to the Soul of Enterprise. You know, it's been a lifelong dream to be part of this show. <laughs> I got to tell well, you. Well, at least two years. Right? Yeah, life. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've been dying to be on the show. I've been begging you guys to get me on the show. Every single time, you go, yeah, yeah, Lou, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. I had to get you to my event and host my event to be actually on your on show. On your show. You're right. We've been remiss. We should have had you on the no, show. No, no, it's okay. It's great. By the way, I want to thank the two of you for doing this because uh, uh, this is a great program and having access to it at our at our conference is just fantastic. I could just let I could tell you that being able to broadcast this live oh, to people that couldn't make to the event, uh, we've been getting tweets and it's fantastic. It's really elevated our conference, and I want to thank all of you for doing that, including the the back guys here, Robert, yes, and Randy. Our executive producer, Robert Cellino from Voice America and Randy Jackman from Voice America, our engineer, they do great work and they've been here the whole time and just making sure everything runs smoothly. So, uh, Louis, this has been great. You know I've been part of your conference every, every year and we interviewed Diane, the founder, uh, yesterday as our lead-off interview and it's just it's amazing to me how this organization has grown. And not only have you grown it, but you can really tell that this is a professional organization. You've really professionalized the bookkeeping industry, and I think it's an enormous feat. Well, thank you for that, but the reality is that uh, the reason why we've grown is that there is a need for us. Uh, the professional bookkeeper exists out there. They've been out there all along, but they've been basically on their own, swimming up current, and they needed someone like us or someone, an organization that believes in them, protects them, helps them develop and gain that level of standard that all bookkeepers should have. At the end, we're here to make sure that the end customer gets the quality of service that they need and the professional bookkeeper has a voice. Our mission has always been to provide the professional bookkeeper the tools, resources, access to education and recognition for their craft. And that mission has been true from the very beginning when Diane Mueller started this, I think, in a kitchen table somewhere. <laughs> and, and that vision has, has only gotten stronger because more and more of us have started buying into it. Um, I live and breathe it now. And, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And that's why it's grown. And that's why we are continuing to be the leaders in Canada. Um, the other thing I can let you know is that our members are the key heart and soul. They love the organization. They support us in every way that they can. And, and what feeds us, the board and the members and, and, and the staff, is when we get to talk to them and hear their stories. I, I'm pretty sure all of you have heard those stories. Ron, and particularly you with the Black Swans, um, the appreciation they give for, for what you've done and how we were able to bring that, that program to IPBC. In fact, uh, the other day, they just gave you uh, uh, an amazing... <laughs> Live surprise yes. appreciation. I think we had 15 <laughs> black swans singing to you. Yep, with the help of Ed. Oh, yeah. I, I so, folks, you'll be able to hear this on our feed with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ed was amazing, though. He has he that was. opera yeah. voice. He's, got, he's a great singer. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not only that, just but mentioned somebody came by. So, we, there now seems to be a trend to have people who are 
having tattoos put on themselves for black swans. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up, but yes. That's overwhelming. Uh, yes, one of the was Absolutely the two, amazing. Two of the black swans just got tattooed. I mean, we always say, you know, the, the when, in, when in some, a very respectable place, okay? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah in, no, inside sure of the wrist. Yeah, 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 on yeah. the wrist, on yeah. the wrist. And, and But the point is that when people tattoo your your logo on their body, that's fanatical loyalty. We can have all the net promoter scores we want, but a tattoo on you, is that's, <laughs> that's, that's a leading indicator that this organization is doing something right. So I, I really commend you, Louie, for, for really growing the Black Swan program. And also just for your thought leadership. You put together these conferences. You get great content. Ed did a pre-conference on Wednesday. It was, that was fantastic. I, I heard great feedback. Unfortunately, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be there. But I, I know. I, 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 I know that <laughs> yeah, you bring. I know, I know you can do it because we got Ed to do it. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but one, you, one of the few pieces of content that I can do and Ron can't. Can. So that's, that's good. <laughs> but you know what I mean—the yeah. thought content yeah. and, and people share ideas, and it's a very open community, and they all help one another. And I just, you know, Ed and I talk about on this show a lot the attitude of a, a zero-sum mentality versus an abundance mentality right. and this organization has an abundance mentality and i just love that we love it too ron i think it's it's what's make it makes us great i gotta tell you um that thing about the tattoos that that's that just goes back to the fact that the programs that ipbc puts in to place are really helping our members they really appreciate it and we do love our black swan program i think value pricing is a cornerstone of where this industry has to go uh, burying the timesheet or making it extinct is is has to happen. You know, uh, value pricing is where we have to go with our with our services. Because at the end of the day, value pricing isn't uh, a pricing model. It's actually a way to improve customer relations. Because your your whole focus in value pricing is finding out what the customers value or what they really want and how they perceive that value. And making sure they get you get paid based on that, and everybody's happy at that point. Mm -hmm. and, and Ron and I will talk about that. We we know for sure based on a lot of the work that you and your organization have done, the bookkeepers are far ahead of the accountants, certainly in Canada and definitely in the United States. So you could be commended for that. But with that, all that, Lou, what's what are, what are some of the challenges that you and your organization still face? What are the things that are, are in that you see coming down the pike? That all right, we've got to be be careful about that. Well, for me, challenges have always been opportunity. So, yeah, opposite so, side of the coin, sure. So the challenges that we face right now is that the organization is growing phenomenally. We have a very strong uh, professional base, but we want to be the bookkeeping organization for all bookkeepers, not just for the, 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 the premium. We want to be the bookkeeper for all levels of bookkeeping professionals because there's, just like in any profession, there's more than one level, right? Mm -hmm. So we're developing aggressively a, a tiered system to allow all bookkeepers to, be, to make this their home. And it's important that they come here because when, when they're here, they will have the opportunity to grow, uh, have, a, have a community that they can trust, and also advance to the level that they want, that they're comfortable with in their career path. Mm -hmm. And that's, what, that's one of the things that we're doing. And it's very important to do that because at the end of the day, we need to bring new, fresh professionals into the industry. We can't just rely on the rest of us who are getting older. And this system is geared to allow that opportunity and a, a pathway through, 
through the universities and colleges and private schools so that if they want to come this way, they can come that way. Or let's say they've, they've learned uh, a certain level through practical experience. They could still come in at that level. They don't have to wait to become the top tiered. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the, the challenges, but it's one of our opportunities to make IPBC the organization in Canada. And we're definitely going that route. Um, our other opportunity is expanding into Quebec, which we are going to. We are a bilingual country, and mm -hmm. uh, right now we we are pretty d strong on, on the English side, but we really want to go in and complete the French and make sure that all all bookkeepers get the same opportunity to be the best in their in their field. Well, that that sounds great. And so, what are if you look at those as the the opportunities? Is there also anything else out there that you see that is? You said this was the challenge, but also opportunities that your, your bright star running towards. Hey, let's do this. Bright star. Yeah. Like the, where where do you do? You, for example, would you see um, the the growth of people? And maybe this is. I'll just a further uh, clarification of what you're talking about with the different levels. Bookkeepers getting into business coaching. Book, bookkeepers getting into the, this, these higher value things. Is that where your certification on people? Oh, or? Okay. Well, okay, that's that's an interesting topic. It, it's with any profession, right? Um, we have to adapt to the customer's needs, right? And, yep. Uh, one of the things that uh, we all talk about is technology and, and innovation. How that's impacting not just our profession, but the whole the whole world, but professions in in, in, in general. And what's happened is. The services that used to be of high value, I call them input services, are now being uh, lower valued or actually disappearing because the technology innovation is actually doing the work for them, right? So, so what's happening now is bookkeepers are adapting to this, the, the, the keen ones, and they're doing, using that, those tools to provide higher value to their customers, which is exactly what you're talking about, these value propositions, which would be... Um, not necessarily coaching, but I would go uh, being their business advisor mm -hmm. at the local level, uh, how, how, allowing them to troubleshoot, allowing them to provide and improve systems, allowing them to help them with their current and future prospects. Because the, the funny thing is, well, I'm probably talking to the choir here, but the funny <laughs> thing is uh, business owners no longer really care about the past. It's, they, they, it's more or less when, when the statements are done, it's more about, okay, I file my tax returns. They don't, they're already in the next quarter or the next right. year. So what we have now with the tools is the bookkeeper now can provide them with, the, with that service. The difficulty for us is to change the mindset of our bookkeepers to understand the new system. Because they have the skills and knowledge that, to do it. It's not that they don't. Sure. They, might, they might lack the confidence. And that's what we're here to do, to do is to help them know that it's there and make sure they, they have the best tools and the education and the support. So, right. Louis, <clears throat> Louis, we saw Ray Barlow deliver a keynote yesterday, and it, I thought it was excellent. And one of the people he quoted from was Daniel Susskind, mm -hmm. uh, the author of The Future of the Professions. And I know you're familiar with that book, and you've heard Daniel on our, on our radio show. Um, 
and, and obviously some of this technology is going to take over the routine task. You know, I think uh, Ray referred to it as, what did he say, Ed? Touchless, touchless, touchless accounting. accounting. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I thought was a very interesting phrase. But do you, are you optimistic with respect to the future, even if some of the, ta- the so-called quote-unquote tasks of bookkeepers become completely automated? Are you still optimistic about their future? Okay, first of all, the bookkeeper will never become completely optimistic, guys. <laughs> there, there, there is no we have heard like, that for a, for a long time, I know, have to admit. And, and I can't tell the future because AI is, is, is what uh, Suskin talks about, artificial intelligence, and how that's going to make doctors obsolete. Um, swallowing your surgeon, for example. A pill with nanobites will then come in and uh, take out the cancer, which took a surgeon 20, 30 years to have that expertise. So until that happens, I'm going to say that the bookkeeper is pretty secure, but the technology will give them the tools and resources to utilize their value-added service components better. Right. They will allow them to be more interactive in their customers' daily uh, activities. So what will happen is that they will be a partner in the business in the business's growth and success because most business owners at the end of the day they're experts in building their businesses they can't have they can't hold all the hats and one of the one of the ones they struggle the most with is the bookkeeping and financial aspects it's for a lot of them it's just sometimes it's just noise right right so with these tools and the ability to uh, help and do projections and cash flows and also uh, what I love about our bookkeepers is that they are probably the most in tuned when it comes to technology. They're the first ones on, on the market. They, they, they know more about technology when it comes to accounting. than, than when, I, when you talk to accounts and bookkeepers, it's night and day. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not dissing <laughs> yeah, the no, CPAs. I hear, you. I hear you. Right? But they're in two different. They don't really live in the same world. So they know the technology. What's great about them is they're intuitive. What they'll do is they'll take that technology and make sure it fits their customers' needs. And they do a great job. And, and uh, it's amazing how much, how critical they are. In fact, they've become more critical now because of the technology, because you know the more complex, even though it's automated, it becomes complex. Right. It's not, there's no such thing as an easy thing. I know with Office 365, I, the more gadgets I have, the more harder it is for me to figure things out. <laughs> And yet they're all simple, right? Right, right. You need that curator, yeah. You know? All right. So, so, so obviously a big message of these conferences is for the bookkeepers to embrace technology and allow that, free them up, free up some capacity for them to do higher value things like you were discussing with Ed. So totally agree with that. Uh, final question, Louie. I know we're going to have you back on uh, at the end of the day, kind of wrap oh, up. Oh, wow. The, you like me that much? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wrap up the conference and get your insights. And uh, But I want to ask you in the meantime, Who's your hero or heroes and why? Okay. That's an interesting question, Ron. You know, um, I think everybody's a hero, to be quite honest. It's an interesting answer, Louis. And, 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 and let me put that in perspective because the reality is that I think heroes are per- very personal. You know, um, you can have a hero that basically is a famous figure or someone that uh, inspired you to... to to do that career path. But for me, a lot, of, a lot of people may not have those heroes. They may have a very intimate hero. 
I don't know about you, uh, Ed, you've got kids, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I bet that, you're, that you are their hero. <laughs> and they're mine in right. a lot of ways. So, no. so everybody here is, is a hero. Now, if you want to know my hero, and I'll take it on a personal level, the, there's two that, that really, really have impacted my life. Um, one is my dad. He passed away about six or seven years ago. But the funny thing is, after he passed, you were able to reflect on, on the life, you know, because you, you really don't appreciate someone sometimes until they're gone. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad, but it's, mm-hmm. but it's true because they're there. They're a part of you. You take them for granted. But when, he, when he's gone, I, I was able to look at how he raised me, our life together. And what I really, really enjoy, uh, understood is that he worked, his, he worked hard. 12, 14 hours, whatever job, his whole function was to support the family. And it hurt our relationship because he was never around. But he knew he had to do that to make sure that I had a better life. And to sacrifice like that for your family, that takes a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And he also instilled in me how important school and education are. I mean, to the point where, you know, he made me go to the library when I was 10 years old to pick out friggin' algebra books <laughs> that I couldn't read, but I, you know, to be, okay, I'll look at these things. You know, I went to summer school every year because that's what he wanted, and, and I, if, I didn't, if he didn't push that, I wouldn't have graduated and, and got the start that I have now. And then the other part that, that I enjoyed so much is when, when my kids were born and the, the light on his face. He just loved the grandkids, and he was such a loving grandfather. So he's my hero when it comes to um, someone who pushed me and made me, give me the tools that I needed. The other hero, and that, you know, I know people are going to say that's corny or whatever, is my wife, Adelina. Um, we met in high school, sweethearts. Uh, she was 16, I was 17. She, uh, she actually hunted me down. You know, I was, I was tracked. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and she did a really good job because she, she definitely got me almost from day one. I remember it clearly as if it happened yesterday. I don't know if you remember the rollerblade mm-hmm. uh-huh. things, sure. you know, with the, with the rollers and your, the disco thing. Yeah. It was roller skates. I think we figured out, but that's okay. All right. Roller blades, roller, roller skates. skates. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for ruining my story. That's fine. <laughs> You know, anyway, we're, we're doing this disco thing. I got my bell bottoms and stuff and, and this 16, and, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing the white cool dance on, you know, no right rhythm. Saturday night. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the, the bad one, right. Big... You know, and then there's this girl across the, across the aisle and she can't skate worth a shit. <laughs> she comes she comes down and she literally runs me over and then that started our relationship and we've been together ever since I think we're going on 34 years 24 years married but the reason why she's my hero is because she's always been there she's she's been there from you know and she's been there when I had nothing. Right. <laughs> I wasn't even potential at the time, right? <laughs> you know, I was, I, and and her parents hated me anyway. Right, so, right, right. <laughs> so she 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 just stuck it out, and I I give her all the credit because to stick it out with me for thirty four years, she deserves one of those purple hearts. Hearts. 
<laughs> what do they say? Me. Behind every successful man, there's a surprised woman. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. In this case, definitely. Definitely. So those are my two heroes. I hope that answers your question. Well, Louis, fantastic. Thank you so much for appearing on The Soul of Enterprise. Can't wait to get you back on later on today. Fantastic. And thank, thank you. you. Thank right. you, guys. It was fantastic. Thanks, I appreciate it. Take All care. Right.